Are you ready to take lead in your life? Well, today's the day. Join us on Leadership to Wealth with your host, Neil D'Souza. All right. Welcome back. (laughs) We're uh, here in our second portion. Uh, Our guest today is uh, none other than uh, serial entrepreneur, the owner of the Quadra group of companies. And uh, his name is Alfonso Quadra. And uh, we're so glad to have you on the show. Thank you very much for being here. Oh, it's it's fun. (laughs) I'm having a a great, I don't know if you can tell. I'm having a great time. I don't even know how, how much time has gone by, but you know, I think we're we're Joe Rogan in it. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. Well, I'll tell you, Joe Rogan's a huge uh, inspiration. Was a huge inspiration for me because, yeah. you know, I if I can tell a quick story, I remember when I was younger and I had all this motivation and excitement, but I didn't I didn't know anything of what to do. Um, then you start spending your time learning, uh, learning some things. You get some knowledge, and then you're like. Okay, great. But how does this really work? I, I've got you, you read books and mm-hmm. right, and then you're like, can can someone steer me? Is this am I on the right track? These books say I'm on the right track, but you have no idea. And so, and this is actually where I'd like us to start off with when it comes to wealth and the wealth building. Is I think that mentorship is a huge part, and I know that you talk a lot about that. Can you talk to us about? Where does mentorship come in for you, uh, for someone that wants to uh, get ahead, move forward, live their dreams? Mentorship is the only way you're going to be able to tap into someone else's experience Mm. and transfer that experience to you. I've made it my life to get around people that are better than me. You know, people that are playing this game at a really, really, really higher level than I could even think about. And there's something that happens when people start tapping into somebody else's experience. You know, it's like, you know, when the, when the student is ready, the, the master will show up. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, man, where were you all my life? Well, maybe I wasn't ready for that for that level of mentorship, you know, 10 years ago, right? And at some point, you know, you you have to search for it. And so they work in levels, right? Like, and sometimes a a mentor will only help you to get to to that level until you have to level up and find new mentors and go to the next level and go to the next level and go to the next level. I know um, there's a program that even that I want to join. It's about $200,000. But you, you're hanging around billionaires, right? You go, you, there's six trips, um, it's $200,000. To me, that's completely worth it. What happens is a lot of people, they don't see value in, in just being around someone that has already been where you've been. Right. They've already played the game you're trying to play, right? Mm-hmm. And, and mentorship is number one, you need to search for someone that has the experience that you don't have. And so they transfer that to you. But if it dies with you, then, you know, you, you're, you're not passing it forward. Right. So once you have that experience, now it's 
I think it's a responsibility to pass it on to the next person. Mm -hmm. Because here's the truth. There's an abundance of knowledge and everybody's dying to give it. Everybody's dying to transfer that knowledge. When people are, uh, when people don't understand that, they think that there's every, like everybody that's wealthy or that has means, they're trying to keep it for themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's not true. You know, when you told me you have a podcast, I am, I am more than happy to come on here and inspire who's ever listening to this, this program. Yeah. And that's part of mentorship, right? Like I'm mentoring whoever wants to be list, whoever wants to listen to, they might discover me, go, go down a black hole of all my different podcasts, interviews, you know, uh, uh, you know, content that I have online. And that's part of mentorship. I know that just as much as I need mentorship, also I need to be able to be in a position to give mentorship to my employees, my tenants, my investors, my students, you know, everybody that, that has access to me, I have a responsibility to give them what I, the gifts that I've received. I remember a time when, I would see these people that would say that they were offering mentorship, but, but I was leery, you mm -hmm. know, what, what do they, Oh, they just want this money from you. They, they want the thousand dollars or whatever it is. And, um, and you look around your circle and you ask them what they think. Do you think we can trust this person? And then of course your circle is at your level or below. And so yeah. you have a hard time uh, breaking out of that. For a lot of people, I, and I hear this consistently, where they're just not sure of whoever this person is. I kind of look at it, at it the opposite way. Well, if you don't do anything, are you gonna, is yeah. anything gonna change? Yeah. How, how, do you, how do you, would you suggest or help people to understand how to seek out mentorship? Well, Mentorship can happen in two ways. One is uh, you pay for it, and the second is you look you 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 look for people that are where you want to be, that have the results that you want, right? Um, I always like to look a few steps above, yeah. right? And I want and there's a there's there's also there's also why, why couldn't we not have had this conversation years ago? <laughs> Why could we? Oh my goodness. Okay, carry on. I'm sorry. And, and there's a fine line between uh, is that person now in expansion or conservation, right? Mm. Because a lot of the people sometimes when they get a little bit of taste, a little taste of success, they start to contract, they start to conserve and they did, they're not doing the things that got them there in the first place. Right. And so the advice that you're going to get from a Warren Buffett today would be very different than uh, the advice you would get from Warren Buffett 40 years ago. Right. 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 And so where are they? Are they in a position to allow, help you expand because you need to expand and grow. And so number one, I look for people that have the results that I'm looking for and that are, that are already advanced. But I also want to know, are these people in expansion? Or contraction, or or uh, conservation. Mm -hmm. wow. Are they conserving 
right? Because th there's nothing worse to get around a millionaire that's just trying to hold on to their, you know, they're scared, right? Yeah, they, they don't want to lose it. Yeah, and so the decisions that they're going to make and the way they're going to act is not how they got there in the first place. Right, right. And uh, so that, that's the, I guess that's the, and then, and then let's talk about paid and unpaid, right? Uh, you should have both, right? You should have people that, you know, you go and you build a relationship and it really should be about giving. You know, everybody, everybody in the world is, is walking around like, what's in it for me? Yeah. But the, yeah. the, the, what you should, the, the, the mindset should be what's in it for them. Yeah. If they're going to, if they're going to give you knowledge and experience, what are you doing for them? And if you're in a position where, you know what, you can give some time, go work for their, you know, go work for their organization, whatever you can do, but it's, it's a must yes. get around people that have the results that you're looking for. Yes. Oh, my friend, I, I, <laughs> I, what you, you, you have not said truer words. Um, so often our mindset is what can I get? And, and literally in that we're worried about what we're going to lose rather yeah. than sitting there and saying, this person has something uh, that I'm looking for. What can I give them? Yeah. Right. So that, so that it really is a win-win uh, in that situation. And, and maybe I'll give, and it won't turn out in this situation, but yeah. maybe you can, as you continue, you will find the people that align. Right. And here's the, here's a, here's a, another, uh, I guess. Wow. Uh, another, uh, habit that yeah. you need to break when you, when someone gives you something of value, yeah. go and do it. You know, yes. Don't, yes. don't go and ask somebody else to see which one of the, which one of all the advices that you got was closest to where you wanted to be in the first place, you know? And so most people look for validation versus really asking somebody, uh, getting some like a real true advice from someone that yeah. can actually help them. Yeah. And, and so I would say limit the amount of uh, people. And once you find someone, just go all in, go all yeah. in and invest in that person and consume them, whatever you got to do. And whatever piece of advice that you get, go and do it. Because mm -hmm. there's nothing worse to, you know, try to help someone and then they're like, they, they came back with more questions, but they haven't even started right. the first thing that you told them to do. Right, right. Uh, that, that is <laughs> really powerful. Um, wow. And that's, that's even, even the, to look at it from paid versus unpaid is powerful because why would you, if someone is asking to be paid, uh, why would you question that? You, because it's an exchange, right? It's an exchange of goods. You're, you're giving them something in exchange for what they're going to give you. And, and if what they're going to give you is of value to you, then, then why would you not want to pay for it in, in that situation? Right. And so, wow, that's, uh, that's really powerful. Um, and, uh, and so, okay, there's so much. More and it, and here's, here's the other yeah. thing. If yeah. you don't have the money, yeah. that's why you need it. Yeah. You need it even yeah. more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's, that's got to be the classic, right? Oh, I don't have the money for it. I don't yeah. have the money for it. <laughs> well, that's a, there's you? a reason. If you can't come up with, you know, like a couple thousand bucks, yeah. like, 
you know, then you need this bad, you know, right. like need this bad, you know, and, 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 and as you develop yourself, yeah. if it means you've got to pay, I mean, don't think that's the last time you're going to have to pay because yeah. there's a next level and the next level. And in your journey, you will find people that, you know, you could, there'll be an exchange that is not monetary. It's maybe something else. Yeah. And then, but you, you got to keep climbing. And every time you get to a level, you got to reach for the next level. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it doesn't get cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Because you, you're, to me, there's no, there's no amount of money that I would not pay to invest in myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. Now what you're sharing is very interesting to me because there was a time where I would have hoarded whatever I had. And uh, now as I've grown um, both mentally maturity and, and financially, I've found myself thinking, how can I spend more? Because you know that you can be exposed to so much more. You can learn so much more from, like you're saying, people that are so much further ahead of you and, and are at those levels. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about mentorship. Now, what do you teach when it comes to uh, real estate? Because obviously that's, that's a big, uh, a big one for you. Well, first of all, um, a lot of people that, you know, I come in contact with have um, misinformation, right? Oh, okay. And the misinformation comes from society, right? You know, society says that you have to do this, you have to do that, you know, the, the, the normal things that society does and people yeah. are following what everybody else is doing. No one, nobody has independent thought or, you know, sits down and, and starts researching wealthy people and what are they doing mm -hmm. and why, why are they, why are their results different than everybody else? So most people, um, you know, they, they want to, operate based on where they are and you know based on their current financial uh situation credit um their you know their maybe their their their, their resources or job or whatever it is right and we were talking about it earlier about you know setting goals and you know setting a goal it, it, it's it scares you and excites you but now how can you bring it to today and start operating right. as if you already are there, right? right? And so what happens is most people, the biggest mistake people make is they start small, right? Because that's what's comfortable. That's what the mind allows. Mm -hmm. And you read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Um, yep. I think it, it's, it must have sold like 20 million copies, if not more. Right. People that, that uh, that I come in contact with on, on a daily basis, they've all read the book. Everybody's read the book, Neil. Yeah. And in the book, tell me where it says, buying your own house is an asset. <laughs> tell me where it says that. <laughs> he's, an, he's a huge, um, he's always against it, right? He's always, he yeah. always speaks against it. And not only that, in every other real estate book that I've ever read, it yeah. says that, but people skip that part. People yeah. skip that part and they go to what's tangible right now. And yeah. what, you know, they, 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 they focus on, you know, I got a house because society says your house is your biggest right. asset. Right. Right. And so, um, monopoly, right. Monopoly. <laughs> right. 
Where in Monopoly does it say buy your own house? Get two and you level a three, a three red, what is it? Three Four green houses. houses. It level up to one hotel. Yeah. Right? Hotel, right? And that's the point of the game. Doors, right? Because that single family house is the, the most expensive per unit in real estate that you, right. the, that you will ever pay pay for whatever you will ever buy right mm -hmm. so the cost per unit on the single or the double or the three is going to be the most expensive simple economics supply and demand right you know how many how many people uh, do you personally know that are looking for a 36 unit building versus how many people do you know that are looking for a single family house right and so because the majority of the consumers are going after the singles and the doubles, this is what inflates the price. Because at that level, the, the value is based on emotion, is based on comparable, is based on what uh, Buddy Down the Street sold for, not based on logic and reason. We hear it all the time. You hear this, you've heard this before kitchens and and bathrooms sell homes right you, you yeah. do that all the time yeah. what does it have to do with money right this is a business right. and so the problem with the single even as a personal like look, let's 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 take that aside the person the fact that your your own personal house is not an asset right um you should go out and try to make money you know buy a house that you can make money from Okay, that's, that's number one. Number two, now let's look at the economics of a house. There's just too many leaks, right? You have one income and you have all of these expenses. You can hardly even pay for all the expenses, right? The taxes, the repairs and maintenance, the furnace, the, 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 the vacancies, the, the, the roof, the window. You just have one income. Neil, it's like getting into business, you know, you know, let's say you, you, you start a company and you only have one customer. This is making sense. Right, right. Right. And so what happens is, you know, people get into that game because it's the easiest thing to get into. It's what everybody else is looking there. And, and, it's, and it's usually based on their, their, their current circumstances, what they can afford, what their, what their, uh, loan, uh, their, um, income, debt ratio is yes. and all of these things and then they, they 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 look at that and they say that's the only thing that's where i want to start right yeah. yeah and so maybe they get two houses or three and it becomes a nightmare for them and for uh for a lot of people they say this stuff doesn't work mm -hmm. you see there's a difference between you know someone that owns this that single door versus the the multi-family when someone moves out of my 36 unit building, it's a non-event for me. Right. If someone moves out of your one unit house, you're 100% vacant. Yeah. And now you, you, you're, all you can think about is the mortgage is due next month. And there's no, you, get, you have no cash flow reserve. You have no reserves because there, there's barely any because the house, all the money's 
gets eaten up alive by all these expenses. Mm -hmm. And so you basically run around and the next person with a heartbeat that comes and, 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 and uh, submits an application, you'll take them. Mm -hmm. So you don't do the proper vetting. Yeah. Three months down, you're having problems and issue. These people are late. And so that's the difference between the amateur and the professional. Yeah. And so basically what I teach people is to level up. Even, you know, just a little bit to get outside of your comfort zone. Because in my view, the higher you go in units, the easier it gets. The easier it, it gets to to finance the easier it gets to to uh, raise money for in terms of investors the more cash flow that's involved the more reserves the more maintenance you can you know you, you can put into the property mm -hmm. there's all these benefits on leveling up and that is the first lesson that if you ever come in contact with me even if you meet me at like uh, at the airport i will give you that first lesson on how it's always better to level up all right, you don't have money right now. Here's what you need to do. Start yeah. here. Wait. Yeah, so this is the, I get that question all the time. Believe yeah. it or not, that is uh, the number one question. Yeah. You know, uh, and it usually starts with this. I have about $10,000. What should I do? Yeah. <laughs> what's, yeah. What's, the, what's the neighborhood, right? What's the neighborhood? What's the city? Where should, what should I do? And so what I, my answer, it always surprises people because your first investment should always be in yourself. You know, if you don't know what to do with those $10,000, you're not even at a level where you should be investing that because you're going to lose it guaranteed or it's not going to grow and nothing will happen. Right. Yeah. The, your first investment should be back into yourself. Yeah. So you create what I like to call is intellectual currency right, right? so right. there's two types of currency is the currency that we all understand money you yeah. know uh, argent, dinero, yeah. you yeah. know uh, and the next one is the intellectual currency is what we know yeah and it's not you know it's not what we know that that keeps us poor it's what we don't know and so there's a lot of things that at, that at this level if you only have ten thousand dollars you will lose it if you don't know how to identify a deal you have to learn how to identify a deal. And the more you invest in yourself, the more that you can, the more you'll find deals and the less money you'll need. Because I'm telling you, if you mm -hmm. learn how to find deals, money will come. Money will come. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, that, that's amazing. Um, okay, so. So, uh, so but, but, but again, you, uh, let's go back to, uh, you said people like they can't see themselves having the, that four unit or whatever. Right. Right. So if you, you know, once you've invested in the education, yeah. podcast, books, you know, get, get a real understanding of what it is to be an investor. Yeah. Once you get that education, you're not going to go for the onesies and the twosies, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe at the very beginning, you, you're going you're gonna to level up. You might not go to the 36 unit, but you know what? Start somewhere at least that makes sense. You know, start looking at four or five units or six units. You know, and what people don't realize, uh, as you know, being a, a mortgage broker, you know, when, you, when, you're, when you're looking at between uh, three and six, okay, still on the residential side, yeah. okay, they're going to take, uh, they can take into consideration 
those rents and they're going to add them to your right. income to help right. you qualify for a bigger asset. So obviously you, you talk to people first to get into, you know, invest in yourself. Um, do you, do you recommend, um, obviously you, you talked about podcasts and uh, books and stuff like that. We all know people who read a thousand books and, you know, listen to thousands of podcasts, but, um, do, do you recommend any training programs? Are there, are there yeah, any so that you, gonna, I, I won't talk specifically about, okay. you know, but you know, they're out there. I mean, there's yeah. lots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's almost, there's almost too many today to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, any, any like start somewhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And here's the most important about anything is do like yes. whatever you're learning if someone gives you a piece of advice that and you know that those people have the results that you're looking for, go out and do it, start doing it. And, um, the more you do something, the more, the more you, you become immersed in it, the more of a, the more of a, a confidence that you build. And it, it just comes to confidence. Like we own real estate all across, uh, all across Canada. Um, there's obviously a confidence level that I have. Yeah. that I didn't have before, yeah. right? Um, I wasn't born knowing everything about real estate. I wasn't born right. knowing everything right. about business. It, it's, it's through growth and it's, it's through uh, education, investing in myself mm-hmm. and in getting out there and doing, mm-hmm. falling down yeah. and getting up and realizing what it is that, you know, wh- what's important and putting together the team, operations, you know, collections, and, you know, just following good real estate fundamentals that I learned right at the very beginning of my real estate career that, you know, that have stayed with me the, the entire time. And eventually you get this confidence and you start to level up, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, you always got to be in a level of expansion and that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at right now. Where, where I'm going to be in five years from now might be a different level of understanding mm-hmm. and I'll have a different level of confidence, which is why I haven't built a skyscraper yet, right? Because I've just, I haven't built to that, I haven't come to that level of confidence. Yeah. But it's just the same. I mean, the people that put together skyscrapers, those, those people are human, right? Yeah. They're just, they're, 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 they're understanding and their perspective is different and they've just expanded to the level where that's normal. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you, you know, why wouldn't you put up a skyscraper? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You get what, yeah. by 36 units? Like, come on, what are you doing? Right. And so it's just like, you know, it's, it's growth, it's expansion. It's, it's just al- get, allowing yourself to, to grow. And like we, we talked about it before, you know, dream, dream, dream bigger, just a little bit bigger at first. And then as once you get the, the, the hang of it, you know, dream a little even bigger, you know, yeah. even bigger than that. Right. Yeah. And at some point you'll find yourself with the confidence and you look back yeah. and, you see, and you'll, you'll say, Whoa, I can't believe what we just did. Wow. That's uh, my mind's going in so many different, uh, so many different areas. Um, just this concept of always leveling up. Um, I w- and now, and now I'm thinking, and for all you guys that are listening, I'm sorry, but I'm just in awe of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it is. Um, I should stop there. So what I'm going to say and ask now is, so we now know you're, you're looking at 70, 
5,000 doors. And uh, what are some other things that you're excited about right now and, and you're- Oh, into? I'm glad you asked. Yeah. You, you asked about hobbies, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if I could classify it as a hobby, but you know, I, I, I really enjoy inspiring young people, mm-hmm. teaching young people, uh, new skill sets, um, just getting them to think a little different than mm-hmm. the norms of society, right? Um, we started the, the podcast or the, the last section, you know, talking about my life and where I was at 15 and, you know, I was homeless and um, I didn't, I felt like nobody was there for me, right? And so I want to be there for young people. And so we started a foundation, uh, very event-based, you know, and where, where it started from was because I was going to these schools and I was, you know, teaching these concepts of, you know, personal development. And, you know, a lot of the schools said, oh, come tell your story, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it's inspire the, the young people. This program, um, it's, a, it's one day. Yeah. And, and uh, there's follow up to it and, uh, you know, maintenance and, you know, making sure that people stay accountable. And then I, I pitched it to the school board, you know, yeah. and, and um, they're like, Alfonso, you know, we're, you know, we're happy that you, 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 you have all this and, you know, just not the right time. And, you know, I think it's just too advanced for, for our young people. And, you know, we just want you to come in, like, you know, and, and you kind of inspire them, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're mostly focused on the the at risk youth. You know, mm-hmm. the, we would like it if you come in and, and speak to our at risk youth. Yeah. And um, again, I'm very curious and ask questions. You know, because you know they, people use these terms, right? And yeah. you know, <laughs> at risk. Then, yeah. Yeah, at risk. And I, you know, that sounds like like serious. Like, yeah. And I, who who's at risk? Like. Who are the young people that are at risk? What do you What do you mean by that? And they're like, mm-hmm. you know, what we, you know, like inner city kids, right? And uh, kids that are, you know, I guess what they say at risk are kids that are in a, a at a point where they might drop out of high school, right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I said, you, you're wrong. Your terminology is wrong. All kids right now are at risk. Mm-hmm. All of them. All the all of them right now, they're not like even today. Where when we talk, we're talking right now today. Kids are lost, displaced. They're not going to school. They they lost that connection to 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 their education. You know, a I, I, long time ago, I said I can I can do many things. Right, one would be just complain. Like, you know, there's no financial literacy in the education system. Yeah. It did me so wrong. Or I could do something about it. Yeah, and um, that's what I decided to do. I started the Quadra Youth Foundation, mm-hmm. and um, We've had a lot of pilot projects, which are, you know, these one day events and where everybody, everybody told me that, you know what, this is too heavy for the young people. You should, you need to simplify it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to dumb it down for, for them. You know, I want to, I want to, you know, so the program is like a full, it's a full day. Uh, it's live. So what we're, we're what we're going to shift into uh, this year, it's going to be online, which will be new, new for me for, you know, trying to attract young people to an online platform that mm-hmm. they could you know, show up. And so it, may, it might not be as long at the very beginning as we, as we learn, but the basic, the, the program that we have is one day, um, 20 to 40 kids ages 12 to 17. And I think that's an optimal age. 
in terms of absorbing and being able to use the information. So we start off with uh, business skills, entrepreneurial skills, um, sales. Neil, imagine someone at 15 years old taught you sales. Where would you be today? Absolutely. You know, the income earners of our, of our, of our, in history are salespeople. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's an important skill set, and they don't teach that in school. No. Um, work ethic. So we, we go business, marketing, sales, work ethic. Uh, and then the, the end of the day, we, we ended up with uh, public speaking and leadership. So we go leadership, public speaking, because it kind of like, you know, it kind of goes into, uh, it kind of, it, it segues nicely. Mm -hmm. And um, we end off the day with everyone in the room. This is why I say up to about 40 kids. Uh, then it's, it's, you know, people won't get the, the, you know, they won't have the opportunity to talk. And so we get them up on stage and I say, listen, uh, if you just talk for, if you just sit here and say nothing, you've, you, you, you've accomplished what you've come here to accomplish. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes they're scared. Sometimes these kids, you know, they don't want to stop talking, you know? And, uh, so I, it's about a minute and a half to three minutes just to, you know, they, I, we, we show them the kind of fundamentals of putting together a, 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 a small presentation. And at the end of it, uh, they be, so the, the name of the program is the Ultimate Teen Entrepreneur. And so they get certificate. And so here's my, here's my commitment. And whoever is listening to, to this, uh, this year, obviously, we're going to do things online. So you can reach mm -hmm. out to me and, and if you want to get involved. And, and uh, all I'm looking for is support in getting young people to the platform you know mm -hmm. it's going to be an online event so you know i need support in getting young people to make sure they uh sign up uh, sign up and show up to the to the event mm -hmm. uh but you know moving forward because you know this all this covid stuff will be behind us um if someone anywhere anywhere um in north america i would say for now can put together 20 to 40 kids in a room, right? Mm -hmm. We will book the venue. Um, it will be a, a, a hotel venue because I don't, I don't want to do these in community centers. Uh, I think they will get more value and they would take it seriously with linens and water and crystal, you know, in, mm -hmm. a, in a real professional environment, just the way we learn and go to seminars. And uh, if anybody can put that, you know, 20 to 40 kids will book the venue. I will fly, fly out there with my team at our own expense, uh, no cost to the, to the young people whatsoever, and we will deliver this program. That's fantastic. How, how can you not be inspired by that? Uh, yeah. And, and I definitely uh, would love to talk more about that. I, that that's, I, I was fortunate to hear you talk about that, and I would definitely love to talk about that more and perhaps how we could partner on yes on let's that. do it let's do to. it um so if people want to get a hold of you uh if they want to learn more about you if they want to you know uh you know what, which is... what we're trying to push now during covid because yeah. we've all gone uh high tech yeah yeah that's right <laughs> yeah you know I, online I started, podcasts I, here we go months ago i started to be very active on youtube and yeah. uh, we have about uh, a thousand subscribers since then okay so i would encourage everyone uh at least go and check me out on YouTube and subscribe to my channel. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, if, if, uh, if you want to hear me, uh, 
you know, talk about all kinds of things that are helping me in my life. Yeah. That's where I go and, and deliver that content on, on YouTube. Uh, other than that, I'm on every platform. As you know, I'm on yeah. TikTok, yeah. Instagram, <laughs> um, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, if, and I'm, if I'm not there, shame on me. Please send me an email and say, how come you're not on this platform? Yeah. And, uh, sure to get on it. But easiest way to get a hold of me, info at alfonsoquadra.com. Info at alfonsoquadra.com. You can Google me. I'm very Googleable. And uh, I would love to connect to, to anybody, whatever, uh, whatever capacity they want. Yeah. So for anyone listening, uh, you, you've got two things to do. You've got to go uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button on this channel and then make sure you head over to Alfonso's channel and on YouTube and uh, of course hit the subscribe button and the like button and the follow button. And, yeah. Uh, or unlike, even if you unlike, <laughs> it's, not, it's like, you know, we, we, it's, it's all love, you know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. Well, um, unfortunately, uh, we, we should end it right here. And um, on behalf of everyone, thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you, sir. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Leadership to Wealth podcast. We've got much more coming up in the weeks ahead. But I want to ask that if you can take the time to give us some feedback, we really appreciate it. Really means a lot to me. And uh, if you just take just a couple of seconds, it really does mean the world. And don't forget to like and follow. And we'll see you guys next time here on Leadership to Wealth.